Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Divine Self-Care Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your self-care coach, your intuitive mentor, and today we have a little bit of a different episode. I wanted to talk to you about the power of your intuition and the things that block our intuition and what we need to create in order to really understand how to trust ourselves even more and how to create consistent connection with our intuition, how to create some predictable ways to answer questions for ourselves. And I want to share with you three of the six common blocks to intuition that I'm going to be teaching about in the first two weeks of January. And I would love to invite you to join the free Facebook group that I'm going to share in the comment or the notes section of the podcast. Um, I have a special event coming up. It's a two-week series where I'm going to be sharing the six common blocks to your intuition and how to create your own inner counsel and to be able to navigate with your intuitive compass inside your own body and inside your own energy so that you can once and for all stop feeling so obligated to other people. Not in a, you know, listen, we want to be connected. We want to be obligated to other people in the positive ways, right? We want to be in community. We want to be in connection. But what I find with so many women, including myself over the years, which I've had to obviously do the work, right? Do the inner work to be able to um, really unplug from the habit of feeling like I am either in my own head, checking in with somebody else in terms of getting permission for the things I want to do, or actually feeling like I need to get everyone's opinion, which I never think, goodness, I didn't have that particular habit. I had others. But your uh, people-pleasing, your addiction to getting permission from other people shows up in really sneaky, subtle ways that we as women need to really be able to witness because sometimes that that habitual addiction to other people's permission, other people's approval um, is really not how we need to live. And it's so insidious sometimes that we um, aren't even noticing it. Like we're just so used to doing it, we're not noticing it. So today I want to share three of them. You've heard me talk about two of them before. I'm going to share three of them 
are three common blocks to you really being able to trust your own intuition. And then I want you to join me on the masterclass series. It's all free. You can come and join, but I want you to bring a journal and a pen because I'm telling you, these are the things that women are dealing with right now. There's so much information. There are so many things we need to get right. There's so much to learn that we feel like we're not complete until we have somebody else's like piece of their opinion in our field, right? So let's just dive right in and I'm going to share the three common blocks to your intuition. And you know, I don't hear a lot of people talking about this because usually we talk about intuition versus logic, and I don't think they need to fight each other. I think there's a really good place for logic. We have logic, we have our mind, we have our brain for a reason to analyze, to place criteria on things, and even our ego is a good thing. I was just literally coached very recently on something that I thought was sort of a negative ego perception, but really our ego is there to guide us and to put up a red flag. So I'm not saying that it's either intuition or logic. I'm not having that conversation because I don't think they need to be mutually exclusive. But what I really see as a block to intuition for most women and the ability to therefore trust themselves and take inspired action, even though they're feeling unstable or unsure, right? Because no one's going to feel 100% ready to take action in whether it's business or relationships or lives. We need to understand how we are programmed and um, socialized to need other people's approval in so many areas of our lives. So... That is the first one. I just mentioned it. Did you hear it? <laughs> so other people's approval, OPA. I've got my little acronyms because I come from the tech background, so I love acronyms. So OPA is other people's approval. This is going to knock you off your intuition game more quickly than anything else. If you can't make a decision and then take action based on your own knowing, you're forever going to be seeking somebody else's thumbs up, or yes, I think that's a good idea, or you should go for it, or like someone's encouragement, right? Encouragement is, is different. Encouragement is when you have trusted people or person in your life that you go to and say, okay, I'm doing this. I need a cheerleader. Like you can be clear for what you're asking for, and we all need that. That's why coaches um, are such a great asset to have, especially when you are moving into action and clarity. That's where a coach comes in to help you navigate, to help you maybe have some shortcuts and things that they've done and tried, have some tools that really work, but they're not making the decision for you, nor are they approving of your decision. They're just helping you to get clear on your own, okay? So that's the first block is other people's approval is going to knock you out of your own intuition game. So how we do that is what I'm gonna share in the masterclass series and actually how to do that. But I have one big, big like, you're not secret, but it's the secret sauce to creating your own relationship with your intuition that I will be teaching on these masterclass series. And it's the thing that we all need to be able to do. I'm not sharing that today. I'm just giving you insight into what the blocks are. And I'll give you some tips at the end to help you tune into your own intuition. So that's the first block. The second block is other people's opinions, OPO. And you have heard me talk about this on past episodes. If you've been here before, when you create a knowingness in yourself, when you have an opinion on something and you want to actually um, do some sort of like action-based next step, and you start asking other people for their opinions, and sometimes they are unsolicited for sure, you are going to put yourself at risk for 
being destabilized. Okay. So one of the things that I share with my members and my circle and my clients and with myself, of course, is to get enough clarity that when you are choosing to mindfully and intentionally ask for other people's opinions, because there is a time and place for that, you're inviting others in, you have already gotten to a certain point that you are not going to be swayed from what you want to do. Because I have seen, (laughs) including myself, I have seen like you're excited you're deciding to take action and then you share your idea with someone and they poo poo it, right? Like they tell you, I don't think that's going to work. Can you really do that? I've written extensively about this as well because it's something that I really had to overcome for myself to understand what was happening is that I wasn't in a place, like I was getting excited and having an idea and I wanted to share it right away. But what I've learned over time, and this is your one of your first tips is to not share your idea in the infancy stages because it's very vulnerable at that point. Like you want to not share it unless you're sharing it with a pre-approved person or small group of people who have already been um, in agreement to just listen, to understand that you're in creation mode, that you're vulnerable, that you're, you're actually not asking for opinions, but you're asking for maybe clarifying questions. Maybe you want to get their specific angle on their perspective on it, or maybe you just need to figure out a next step together. But if you're sharing your infant idea with somebody who's going to tell you they don't think it's going to happen, even if you don't think it put a little thorn in your side, it did. I have had so many clients who have come to me excited with an idea or they're really going to take action on something and then somebody's opinion, sometimes even your own opinion, right? If you're not expecting it, um, if you're putting it into action too soon, it's not ready. It's not ready for the critique. It's not ready for the questioning. And if you're someone who, like me also, is vulnerable to being defensive of criticism because you're not at a point of, of um, standing strong in your foundation, right? You're going to get thrown off course. So OPO, other people's opinions, is another second block to your own intuitive knowing. So the way you can overcome that is by not sharing your idea too soon. Wait for it to be a little more mature. Wait for you to have some action under your belt that creates confidence, that creates positive results or even negative results that need to be refined. doesn't matter if it's like successful, quote unquote successful or not. It's you are taking action and you're trusting that you can do it. Okay. Now, the third <laughs> intuitive block um, or intuition blocker is other people's expectations, which is very close to opinions, but it's a little different in that what you expect of yourself is more important than what other people expect of you. Unless you're in a relationship with a coach where you set mutual expectations. But again, sometimes, and this is the way it differs from opinions, the OPE, other people's expectations, is that it actually comes from the need for permission to do something. It also comes from a lack of trust in your own ability to take action, right? So you're kind of needing external motivation, which in itself is not a bad thing. It's one of the reasons why having a coach, having accountability, having a peer or a mastermind group is really, really powerful because when you put out those expectations on the table for other people to see and validate and say, I'm doing this, right? Some, actually, for some people, that's very, very powerful and motivating. 
But when you're functioning from others, other people's expectations of you, you are going to limit yourself because everyone has their own inner set point for what they think is possible in life for themselves. And that inner expectation possibility is going to color their view of what's possible for you, right? So we have to be very, very mindful of the limitations of other people that they place on us. And what they expect from us is usually based on their own idea of what's possible. And more importantly, sometimes it's based on what they've seen you do so far, right? So if you're trying to do something totally new, that's going to require more of you, more energy, more creativity, more courage, and they haven't seen you do that so far, then they're going to lower their expectations, right? So unless you're the kind of person who's like, screw that, I'm going to do it anyway, which is a great place to be because that means that you're starting to really disconnect from other people's expectations and do it anyway, or sometimes even your own expectations, right? So one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about having you develop your own intuition is that it starts to lead the way and make its way through the weeds of other people's opinions, other people's priorities, other people's expectations, other people's approval, right? I gave just gave you a couple more, so make sure you were listening or rewind. Um, but those are some of the common blocks to your own intuition. So how you develop your intuition is by doing what I'm going to be teaching in this masterclass series, which is free happening in the Facebook group, which you can link to. But I'm telling you, this is one of the most important things that we can do for ourselves and creating a foundational, what I call an inner council. And this is what I help women do in my circle. This is the theme for our 2020 Divine Self Care Circle is I want to help you create an inner council which if you can imagine, I'll give you a little hint, like I'll open the door a little bit for you. It's a group of um, inner sort of like mentors that you can turn to, to go within and to get the clear guidance that you need. Now, what is the inner council? The inner council is a combination of your own experiences, your own guides, um, if you work with angels, if you work with healed and whole ancestors, if you work with your own cellular knowing of what's right for you because you've been doing this uh, personal development, this spiritual work over years, it becomes this beautiful quilt of knowing within you. It's an actual inner place that you can go to to be able to turn down the noise on these blocks to your intuition, other people's approval, other people's expectations, other people's opinions. And there's three more that I, I will teach you during this free masterclass series on intuition. But what I want to be able to give you so you can walk away with is this idea and understanding and practical way, tangible way to connect with this part of you that already knows the right answer that already knows what the clear next step is. But not only that, to give you the tools to be able to connect with it on a consistent, predictable rhythm and to access it in a way that really removes these blocks that I'm talking about and allows you to trust yourself above all, right? To really place trust in your ability to be courageous, to take 
fear-based action to do new things in your life if you want to and to create good boundaries, to have difficult conversations, to take risks when you want to, right? Really good things that you want to do in your life. And the answer is to really understand how your own um, disconnection from your intuition is keeping you from doing all these things. And I want to help you to do that. So I want to help you to really have this clear, consistent, predictable, tangible way to connect with your intuition, to talk about the inner counsel that I want to help you create, and to invite you to this free inner series that um, is going to start on January 6th. It's going to go for about two weeks. So there'll be a lot of different tangible tools for you to walk away with. But basically, if you do nothing else <laughs> but understand from this uh, conversation today is to trust that your ability to navigate with your inner compass is going to help you to release your addiction to other people's approval, other people's experience, and other people's opinions is the first step. Because what else is there, right? In order to do that inner work and to release ourselves from the sometimes self-created prisons of outer expectations is really how I want to live my life. And it's really the place where manifestation happens, where opportunities come out of the blue, where you have the, the lens on life, where you are, are in expectation that whatever comes up in life, whatever happens, you can navigate it because you have an internal compass to navigate with. So most people end up getting tripped up by things that happen. They don't know how to handle criticism. They don't know how to overcome obstacles because they don't have a very strong inner compass and intuitive process. And that's exactly what I want to help you do. I want to help you tap into that intuitive process so that you can stand tall in your own inner knowing and to really learn to disconnect that negative addiction to other people's opinions, priorities, expectations, and approval. Okay. All right. I would love to hear your reflections on this, your thoughts on this, any questions you might have. The next couple of uh, episodes are going to be all in the realm of intuition. So if you have any questions about intuition, how maybe past experiences or any, you know, like, how do I do that? I don't know how to connect with my intuition. Or maybe you've had some other kind of blocks that you are wanting to explore. I would love to hear from you and even what works for you in terms of connecting with your intuition. Maybe you already have a really good practice of connecting with your own. I would love to know that. The best way to get a question to me or your reflections is to find me on Instagram at Elena underscore Lipson or leave me a review with a question in it. I'm happy to do that. Or you can email us at info at elenalipson.com and just put your question in the email and maybe we'll feature your question on our next podcast episode. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that I have activated you to start thinking about noticing where on your path of interacting with other people. And you know, the, the crazy thing is I'll add one more thing here. The, the opinions and the expectations and the approval of people in your life don't always mean the people that you're spending time with. Sometimes it's people in your childhood. Sometimes it's family members who you don't even connect with anymore. And they might not even be living anymore. <laughs> you might just have these embedded um, habits of checking in internally with these people. And it's not a bad or good thing. It's just a habitual 
way of being that we want to start being more conscious of and aware of, and instead turning within and really having that inner landscape of tools to be able to navigate with that inner compass, regardless of what's happening, regarding of pitfalls, regarding a, you know, regardless of any failures perceived or otherwise, regardless of any unknowns, you will have something to go to within yourself that really establishes a pattern of trust and navigation with your own intuition. And that is really um, what I love for you and for myself and for all the women who step inside my circle and all my clients and members. That is the place that I want all of us to land, that self-trust, that self-integrity, that ability to navigate with a knowingness that feels unwavering. Okay, thank you so much for being here with me today. I'll see you on our next episode of the Divine Self-Care Meditations and Musings podcast. And go ahead and find me on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and I'll see you there. Thank you again for the grace of your time and space. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elenalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.